We hustle in silence, but we kill with success. Welcome to the Being a Ninja Show. Welcome to another episode of Being a Ninja, the place where you're going to find how to burn fat, tone up, and learn to kick butt in life. Um, in this episode, I share a presentation I did for my private coaching clients on fat loss mac- micronutrients. I share how the body burns fat, the thought top thermogenics to burn fat that I suggest, and how you can get a personalized recommendation of this. Enjoy. All right. Uh, here we go. If you're watching this live, give me a quick hello, just so I know that you're here. You're watching this live. Um, I had to rename this "fat burning micronutrients" because uh, these aren't technically supplements. These are more like micronutrients. Uh, which aren't macronutrients like proteins, fats, and carbs, and ma- and uh, alcohol. So I had to rename this just for uh, semantics here, micronutrients. So what we're going to go over today is I'm going to go how over how the body burns fat. Now, that's a very important thing to understand um, because knowing how the body burns fat will help you burn more fat. Um, I'm going to talk about the top thermogenics. So those are the fat burners. I'm going to talk about top blood sugar controllers as well. Um, how to get a personalized recommendation. I brought this up in the last one that you, if you missed it last week, and also go through a Q&A for the people that are watching this live. I want to preface this with the, uh, the, the nutritional priorities pyramid. Very important concept to understand. And take a look at where micronutrients sits. Sits near the top. That means this is is is. I'm assuming that you are at a calorie deficit. That you're eating the portion sizes you should be, um, at a slight deficit of where you should be. You don't want a crazy deficit because we're not looking for crazy weight loss. Sustainable and also eating the proper balance of macronutrients, which is the proteins, fats, and carbs that you should be, um, based on our plan or based on what you know what we've assigned for you. Then it's micronutrients and then nutrient timing. So very important concept to understand that um, I feel that um, micronutrients actually play a role, uh, less of a role. Now, according to the research, I may shift nutrient timing down under micros because nutrient timing has been shown to actually have a lot of um, improvements and we're going through a fasting challenge right now. And I want to just see how some of the some of the people are doing on it, but that might shift down a little bit in terms of priorities. But uh, remember, calories in versus calorie out, one of the ver- first principles. Number two, macronutrients. Then we'll look at my micronutrients, which we're going to look at today. What's going on, Jennifer? We got Andrea here. We got one Facebook user. I don't know who it is, but hello. Welcome for joining me live. So how the body burns fat. Three ways the body burns fat. And you know, I love... Um, pyramid. <laughs> so three ways. Number one, your metabolic rate. And a couple ways to influence your metabolic rate is number one, um, work out more, put on more muscle. Um, and that's going to be a way that the body's going to burn more fat and eat less. Um, that's not what I'm going to talk about today. I'm all, I'm going to talk mainly about number the second and the third thing, 
thermogenesis, which is our body's ability to burn calories um, just through regular processes that the body has. And then also number three, I'm going to talk about like insulin sensitivity and what's called lipolysis, which is a very important concept to understand because the more efficient our body is in, in sensitivities to insulin and the more our, better our body's ability to break down fat, the more fat we can burn. So if you take a look at the triangle, so priority is going to be metabolic rate. If we can influence our metabolic rate in some way, shape or form, that's priority. Then we're going to go thermogenesis and then insulin sensitivity and lipolysis. And if you go back here, you kind of notice very similar, similar characteristics, calories, macros, all that stuff kind of influence metabolic rate, thermogenesis, because the type of macros that you have can affect it, which goes on to my next slide, ways to stimulate thermogenesis. And thermogenesis, just think of it as your body's ability just to burn calories just by doing what it's supposed to do, not even exercising, just being a warm because that's that's our for pumping for alive we're going to be warm so number one eating food is going to be one of the top ways to stimulate thermogenesis proteins fats carbs whenever we ingest those things the digestion process it takes energy to break down food so i want to touch on this real quickly proteins first very important. They did a recent study out um, and they just kind of measured the effect of the different macronutrients and actually how much energy it takes to break it down. Protein is the highest at probably about 20 to 30%. So whatever you eat, 20, 30% of that energy it gives back to you, it's used to digest it. And there's fats, which actually use very little. You'd be surprised, very little, zero to 5%. And then carbs is even, uh, is, is a slightly higher than fat and five to 10% is kind of where the numbers are sitting. So if you look, think about that, one of the ways that you can just increase the weight, your more, more, uh, your ability, your body's ability to burn calories, just eat more protein. Um, and that should help. And you guys should be doing that. No problem. Cause you guys are all our clients. Another way to stimulate thermogenesis is increasing muscle mass. So put us getting rid of fat and putting muscle on your body is the one way that we can increase the thermogenesis, just your body's ability to create heat um, and your heart pumping in order to uh, work and burn calories. But I'm going to talk mostly about this, increasing the heart rate. So exercise does this, obviously, when we're working out, we're doing activity, it's going to increase thermogenesis. And that's why we sweat. And that's why our body, and that's how our body cools itself down. Um, but ways that we actually increase our heart rate is through, is either fear or excitement that can actually increase your heart rate. And, um, that's where a lot of these micronutrients come into play is that they, they influence the catecholamines, which like epinephrine and, um, uh, epinephrine and adrenaline, they influence that in order for us to increase our heart rate. And that's what I'm going to focus on a lot of today. So if you're walking through a dark alley and you're getting scared, you're burning calories, you're burning fat. So it's okay to be scared. So, hey, it, it might work if you watch a scary movie. So <laughs> there's more. I've always tried to get my wife to watch a scary movie with me. Maybe if I tell her, you know what? By the way, if you're scared, it increases your heart rate. You're more likely to burn fat. Maybe you should <laughs> more likely want to watch a scary movie with me. But um, that's the good news. Now, here's one thing to take note of. Excessive use of micronutrients will decrease its effectiveness. So one thing to keep in mind, a lot of us are that are doing the detox challenge right now. We're in week one of our caffeine um, detox. And a lot of it is because our body's so used to these stimulants that eventually it builds a tolerance to them and it doesn't work as well. Just like, you know, if you are 
you know, if, if you're used to training in like a high stress environment, your body gets used to that stretch. It's very similar to when we take these micronutrients. So let's get into the meat of it. Very first one, caffeine. All right. This is one of the top, uh, thermogenics. Um, and what it does is it increases the heart rate, which in turn burns more calories. Like I mentioned before. Now, the other thing is it's actually shown now, this is, it's actually caffeine does two things. Not only increases the heart rate, but it also promotes fatty acid oxidation, which just means that it actually breaks down fat in your cells to be released, to be burnt and used as energy. This is pending. We are sitting at a calorie deficit. Remember, I want you to remember and preface this. If we are at a calorie deficit and we're eating the proper macronutrients, then this stuff comes into play. If we're overeating, fatty acid oxidation doesn't even matter that much, but Caffeine has been shown to promote fatty acid oxidation, which is basically breaking down fat in different parts of the body. So it gets into the bloodstream and used by the liver as energy. Very important. Now, I'm gonna I'm always gonna stick with two pros and one con. Now it's dose depend this is dose dependent. So the higher you take, you know, people need different doses, but people will develop a tolerance to it. And that's partly why we are doing a um a, a caffeine cleanse or a detox. So really important to understand that concept. Caffeine is one of the best thermogenics out there. And a lot of these fat burners that you'll see, um, and I'm going to talk a lot about a lot of other stuff um, that are thermogenics, but a lot of it is paired with caffeine because it's it's one of the best, best research and shown with the best efficacy and the most results from uh, burning and bringing up the heart rate. Which leads me to my next one, ECG, epigallocatechin gallate aka things that you find in green tea um there is some caffeine in this not as high as regular as a coffee i think it's about like 25 milligrams so not as high as coffee but there are some there is some caffeine in it but the most important thing is the ecgc which is the catechins and a there are powerful antioxidants so anti-cancer anti um a lot of diseases but they help with weight loss um as, as long as other as, as with other benefits as well now Catechins has been shown that uh, people that taken a catechin supplement had actually lost weight, but a lot of them were done with caffeine, which is very interesting. A lot of the research is done with caffeine. And I mentioned before, caffeine is one of the one that have actually been proven to show um, decreases in fat loss. So a lot of the catechins have been paired with, um, with, with uh, caffeine. So without it, it's it's arguable but it doesn't work but there's still a ton of benefit and a lot of antioxidants in green tea and anti-cancer properties so definitely something to consider when looking for thermogenics next one capsation hot 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 peppers so this uh, if you've taken if you if you like spicy food you know that you start sweating a little bit when you eat it i know me personally when i'm eating i love spicy food but like i start sweating and it actually increases the heart rate if we increase the heart rate we increase the ability of our body to burn fat um capsation is also shown to be an appetite suppressant as well so if you have spicy foods you're less likely to want to eat more biggest con for this one not everyone can stand it all right so capsation, another great micronutrient. Now I want to talk about L-carnitine. 
Now, this L-carnitine is peddled as um, the fat burner supplement that the, the industry has put out there. And it's an amino acid. And its job is it's, respons it's responsible for basically transporting fat into the cells uh, for energy. It's kind of like a, the chaperone to bring fat into the cells. And it's thought of, the theory is that if your body doesn't have a lot of L-carnitine, it doesn't have transport into the cell which can be utilized which is what we want. We don't want fat lying around to be eventually stored as fat. Now, one important thing about L-carnitine, if you're a vegan, you're not going to get much from, you can only, you can get the, this amino acid from foods, but so you may have to supplement this and you may be um, deficient in it. So it's important to, it may be important for you to supplement in this. Now, here's the caveat to all this. It's not much research is, is, is on it. Um, and it's a, on its effectiveness independent of other thermogenics and guess which thermogenic is that anybody caffeine without caffeine it's not been shown to be as effective so it could be just them blogging smoke smoking mirrors you know kind of thing and putting it l-carnitine there's research in what l-carnitine is but without caffeine it hasn't been shown it's an effectiveness but it's an amino acid and it's essential in order for you to um, transport fat into your cells as energy so one thing to take note especially if you're vegetarian or vegan All right, so I'm going to go to the second part. So we started off with things that are thermogenics and then the things that are going to be things that are improve insulin sensitivity. Now, why this is important. Insulin is the activator to take sugar or glucose that when you ingest and bring it into your cells to use it as energy. All right, very important process that insulin does. But a lot of people that eat a lot of high sugar, um, Excessive amounts of insulin are released, and then eventually the body goes, uh, you know what, I think I need more insulin, or they keep pumping insulin and they don't notice it. I use the analogy that when you first spray cologne in a room, you, you walk in and you smell it right away. Uh, this is my analogy for insulin resistance. You smell it when you spray cologne or perfume in a room, ah, it smells good. But if you sit in that room long enough, you start not to notice the smell. And that's kind of like what insulin resistance happens. When too much insulin is released in the body, the body doesn't recognize it and it doesn't do its job as effective. And then excess glucose that's floating around in your body gets stored as fat. So what we want to do is there are micronutrients that are shown to actually improve the sensitivity of insulin. Thus will transport glucose into the cell and get used as energy so that you guys, it doesn't get stored as fat. So number one, omega-3s. I've talked about this before. Um, omega-3s are very important. Um, they create a better fat profile in your body and just helps it work a lot better. Now, omega-3s, they create the lipid bilayer. Anyways, but I don't want to go through all that, but they transport glucose in the cell more effectively when you have a better fat balance in your body. Um, now, highly recommend if you're not getting your omega-3 rich foods daily from like Things like things like sardines, um, salmon, which are high in fat, but salmon, um, mackerel, those type of things. Which, if our goal is to reduce weight, we need to be careful of the fat content. But if we're not getting it, the easiest way to do this is supplement it with omega threes. Um, there's omega threes. There's um, two types. If you are vegan as well, you can go with a algae based omega three as well. Um, Shackley carries it, by the way. So make sure you're getting your omega-3s to improve insulin sensitivity. 
Cinnamon. Cinnamon is something that can actually improve sensitivity to insulin. So it helps transport the glucose in the cell more effectively. So it's a common theme here. We want to make sure that glucose gets utilized, sugar gets utilized and, and used as energy instead of stored as fat, which is what we don't want. A um, lot of anti-inflammatory benefits of cinnamon, um, but there might increase cancer risk if taken excessively. Um, the thing, the word is the, the, the molecule in there escapes me. Um, it's the, what they use in the perfume, if you, funny, I use the analogy of perfume that it's, it, it may increase cancer risks. Uh, it's the same stuff they find in perfume that a lot of them are that's in, but excessive use may have cancer risks, uh, that they've been researched, but cinnamon, great way to improve insulin sensitivity. Um, I like to put it in my coffee, uh, just to, in the mornings, just to, uh, give me that little benefit over there to increase that sensitivity. I'm going to give you a little concoction after this. But uh, magnesium is the next one. Magnesium is a deficiency that's really common among diabetics. Um, they'll notice that they have a very like lack of magnesium, um, in which case we may extend the um, insulin insensitivity issues. But the other thing is that insulin, magnesium does, it also improves sleep quality. So if you have magnesium in your system, you're able to have deeper sleep, thus recover better, put on more muscle, burn more fat. So very important um, to get magnesium into your system. Um, now here, here's the thing, caveat for magnesium. Excessive magnesium citrate can cause diarrhea. They actually use this. If you're backed up and uh, you're not using the washroom very well, just pop a couple of these. I promise you, you will use the washroom. Uh, pop a couple of uh, magnesium citrates and you will go to the washroom. So something to watch out for. Lastly, acetic acid. Apple cider vinegar. All right. There's a uh, Kathy uh, posted something about her apple cider vinegar uh, drink or concoction, which uh, I actually like taking shots of apple cider vinegar in the morning. Um, it's really, it actually has been shown to improve carb and fat oxidization. So both carbs and fat. So you digest carbs and fats better with um, apple cider vinegar. Um, and it's actually been shown that it might actually prevent fat from being stored. And it may be, may have to do with, acetic acid going in and breaking it down faster and used as energy. So um, really good thing uh, to do if you're not taking it, apple cider vinegar um, in the morning, just take a shot of that, dilute it with some water. Um, now here's the thing, dilute it because it, it dilute it so you prevent nausea or any stomach. Um, taking it too much by itself could cause damage to the esophagus and don't take it with other drugs. There may be some interference with the acetic acid. So cool drink to have. Um, this is my concoction I have sometimes, especially when I'm on like a serious cut face. I will go apple cider vinegar, cinnamon, um, and um, cayenne pepper in hot water uh, and just pound that down to get my heart rate going a little bit. A little bit of black pepper too uh, raises the heart rate a little bit in the morning just to get my, before I drink my coffee, to get my heart rate going to burn more fat. All right. All right, so um, I went through a lot of micros. I hope it wasn't overwhelming for you guys. I worked really hard on this one. Hope it wasn't too much information. Um, but I, I do want to talk about this a little bit because I think it's super powerful. Um, Shackley, if you are unsure of what supplements to take, do it based on your goals, guys. At the end of the day, there, there's... I, I like to experiment. Like I literally have like a cupboard full of so many supplements and it's just cause I'm experimenting, experimenting with different things. I'm testing different things. I'm reading something. I'm seeing if it makes a difference, but 
do it based on your goals. And the easiest way to get uh, figure out which ones you need is to take assessment and just kind of figure it out. And they'll give you, and Shackley, they do this personalized meology. They send it to you in a nice little package and it gives you exactly what you need. Um, Cause there's so much stuff out there that you could possibly take. So um, if you are interested in taking, going through the meology rate, um, um, meology going through that, um, I'll post the link down below on this so you guys can uh, jump on this. So get a personalized plan sent to you. Really, three bucks a day. It's cost. It's the cost of a coffee. So I'll put that link out there, and either me, Mark, or Kiana can take you through the assessment. Um, I want to talk about this. And next week, I am going to go through a muscle building supplements. I should rename this muscle building micronutrients. Uh, some of the top ones for performance. If the goal is to put on more muscle, you, you should be taking these. And lastly, I'm going to talk about recovery supplements. There is going to be some crossover with some of these because um, some of them do to similar things, but I will talk about them and you'll probably see some overlap. And the ones that are probably overlapped are probably the important ones that you should be taking. So be on the lookout for that next week and the week after. But Feel free to post some comments on this and let me know if there's something you want to hear about or you want to know about. Um, love to take you guys through some of this uh, information. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Being a Ninja show. If you enjoyed that episode, do consider sharing, subscribing, or even leave us some comments. It'd be much appreciated. Signing off. Sayonara.